positive mental training, change of vocabulary. We want to change the things that we see. Change what you hear. When you change your mindset, everything changes. Hello, student athletes. Thank you very much for joining us on our podcast. This is Mental Training with Coach Joe for Student Athletes. I want to celebrate today is our 21st episode. I cannot thank you enough for listening. I can't thank you enough for tuning in. I am very grateful for the 20 episodes that we produced so far and uh, provided to our listeners. So thank you very much. We're going to continue to move forward and stay ahead. Remember to check us out on Instagram at Coach Joe M and uh, go to our website, pti.coach. Today, we're going to talk about physical preparation and mental preparation, and I'm going to provide you with nine skills that you should think about as a student athlete, which will, which will help you and guide you in cultivating a stronger mindset. So mental training is one of those, mo- those underdeveloped areas and really underachieved uh, aspects in sports for athletes, yet in my opinion, it comprises probably the most important e- ingredients to succeed on the field. You know, mental training understood and developed as a student athlete at a young age usually will transcend you into better understanding yourself and just being a better human being in the world. In conducting mental training, one's going to learn how to calm your mind. You're going to learn how to use your mind and control the mind into believing all things are possible with those who have faith, trust, and respect for the process. So in doing that, there will be a, a transformation. What happens is I usually hear this quite often. There's this transformation that goes on with the student athlete, which enables them to switch from this clouded and confused mind to this clear and concise mind. This allows that athlete to perform under extreme pressure situations and usually results in better success on and off the field. To start this, I want you to think of the following quote. We are never really physically ready unless we are mentally prepared. So are you physically ready as an athlete if you're not mentally prepared? And I'm going to leave you with a story here. I'm going to start with a story. I often ask people, what separates two equally talented, physically capable athletes? Most collegiate players were at the top of their game prior to college from Little League through high school. During those years of maturity, that athlete's physical ability usually resulted in the athlete's success, coupled with a great deal of practice. There was either the one who was just naturally talented with great physical ability, who dominated locally, Or there was that one who really practiced hard, practiced often, trained to be better. Most of the time, there's no mental training aspect to any of this development. And sometimes the the person's coach plays in a weak division. You have a weak league. Maybe you enter into some weak tournaments. You get some trophies. You train the athlete that they're great because they keep winning games and they keep winning these trophies. Unfortunately, this approach usually starts well but ends badly. When that athlete finishes high school and enters collegiate sports, they experience something unprecedented. They're now in a field of similar athletes who are provided with the same training, who dominated similar types of local schools, town, and travel programs. So in essence, what happens to the athlete's mind is they no longer feel special. And when they encounter this failure, they no longer feel capable. 
So no longer feeling special leads to not feeling capable. And at this crossroads, that's where we lose a lot of athletes. And that's where we see athletes at that collegiate level become lost. Most have never really experienced failure. So it's a foreign concept to their minds. Their minds then race with indecision. Their minds race with doubt. Their minds race with complexity. And when an athlete fails after extensive practice, what are they going to do? They just continue to fail over and over and they start doubting themselves. In order to succeed at that more challenging level, the mind comes into play. I could tell you this happened to me at that same collegiate level. I never had any mental training before I went to college. I was very successful during high school. And then when I went to college, I was in an environment with everyone else who was at the top of their game in their local high school. And I think this is where mental training becomes critical ingredient to an athlete's success. And that's why this podcast is trying to provide information to student athletes before they get to the collegiate level that you can train your mind, you can embrace a better mindset so that you hopefully when you get into college, you're not going to experience all of that self-doubt that permeates our mind because all we felt during our high school years and prior to college was this wonderful, you're successful, you're the best, you've never had any failure. Remember, there's never been success without failure. Now, that's a paradox. We've talked about paradoxes on this uh, podcast, and that paradox here is that when you fail, you actually gain knowledge, vision, insight, and a path to greatness. We usually learn more about ourselves from that failure than we're going to do from any of the success that we've had. So I'm going to provide you with, with that story as a backdrop. I want to give you nine mental skills that successful athletes have. These nine mental skills will not only help you as an athlete, in my opinion, they help you in life. Okay. Not only I'm an athlete, I'm an entrepreneur, I run several businesses, I'm an attorney, and I can tell you that, that these nine skills, when I am you know, triggering on all cylinders with these nine skills, that's when I'm at the top of the game. So number one, <clears throat> maintain a positive attitude. Pretty simple, right? Maintain a positive attitude. We talk about it all the time. Attitude is such a powerful word. It embraces so many things for you in life. So let's try to go through life and maintain a positive attitude. Number two, being motivated to achieve results. Motivation. Motivation is like the gasoline that's in the car. It's the gasoline that fuels the engine. You have to be motivated to achieve results. We cannot drag you to the field. We cannot drag you to, prop, to practice. So it's something that many talk about, but few of you truly understand and embrace it. And I think if you understand and embrace motivation and understand that successful athletes that are motivated achieve successful results, maybe you will incorporate that into your daily activity. Number three, goals and commitment to the task. You'll hear Coach Joe talk about pro proper planning prevents poor performance, having goals, having a visualization, having a commitment. Goals are the cornerstone of successful athletes and their achievements. They all have goals. They always set their goals. They set realistic, measurable, and time-oriented goals. Those three components are important to the goal-setting process because it allows you as an athlete to identify the goal and set a timetable to achieve it. So set goals for yourself. Make sure they're realistic. 
Make sure they're measurable and make sure they're time-oriented. Number four, good communication and people skills. This is very, very much overlooked. It's an overlooked aspect of athletic performance, but successful athletes realize that they are merely a cog in a wheel. They're a piece of a larger puzzle that includes everyone from their teammates, their family, their friends, their coaches. Everyone is part of this process. So good communication with your coach, good communication with your teammates, and that feedback is what successful athletes do. Number five, self-talk. Vital. People think of self-talk as the athlete sitting in a corner rambling hymns and chanting or something. Um, yes, I'm great. Yes, I'm great. No, it's not necessarily that. Self-talk is that inner peace that it could be nonverbal. It could just be you by yourself. It could be you understanding yourself. But self-talk is also about you trying to eliminate, eliminate, not eliminate, eliminate any negativity. Self-talk is about, I can, I will, I love the challenge, this is great, and I'm going to be able to do it. Number six, mental imagery to visual success. I've talked about it in a prior context um, and 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 a podcast. Mental imagery is a critical component to mental training and to help you achieving success. If you cannot see it in your mind first, it is not going to happen in reality. So visualize it in your mind. Number seven, dealing effectively with anxiety. Anxiety and worrying are like a rocking chair. Remember that. Anxiety and worrying are like a rocking chair. It will give you something to do, but it's going to get you nowhere. You're just going to rock back and forth on that rocking chair. Successful athletes accept that anxiety is part of the process and the sport that they play. Try to use it as your fuel, but don't necessarily use it to stop you. Number eight, dealing effectively with your emotions. Do not allow your emotions to obscure your sense of collective judgment. Successful athletes embrace their emotions. Those emotions include excitement, anger, disappointment. It's all part of the experience. Maintain balanced emotions sometimes. Maintain heightened emotions sometimes. But deal with your emotions effectively. The last thing I want you to think about is concentration. Concentration is that difficult thing to teach, but it's really easy to speak about. You know, you say to somebody, just concentrate. Well, it's not so easy as just concentrate. But successful athletes understand the game situation and look for cues during that competition. I would associate from an analogy standpoint, concentration is the third head of the monster. It's the IQ part. It's that sixth sense piece. Concentration is performing, but focusing and making sure that you're understanding the IQ. Looking around, successful athletes do this well. Those are the different nine mental skills that I think that successful athletes do. Now, I've studied these mental skills. They actually were talked about at the Ohio Center for Sports Psychology, identifying these different mental skills. Um... I've gone through them. Hopefully, you're able to write them down, but I'll go through them very quickly. Maintain a positive attitude, be motivated, have goals, have good communication, maintain really positive self-talk, mental imagery to visual success, deal effectively with anxiety, deal effectively with your emotions, and concentrate. 
I'm going to leave you with a quote from Bruce Lee, which sums up this mental training aspect and should allow you to think past this article. Defeat is a state of mind. No one is ever defeated until defeat has been accepted as a reality. Do not accept it as a reality. Enjoy your day, embrace these skills, and consider mental training as part of your future development. Thank you very much for listening, student-athletes. Again, go to Coach Joe M. and check out the website at PTI Coach, where the body meets the mind.